What's up? We are back. Back again. Tell a friend, or however I mean, I've said it, I'm sure he said it better than me, but we are back. I am excited. The Unleash Your Hustle podcast brought to you by Unleash You Now and hosted by yours truly, Michael Faber. We are back in business. Another season, ready to rock. You know what that means? At least 25 episodes straight of just how we're doing what we're doing in business and marketing and sales for you to take whatever you want and use it for yourself. So let's get this thing rolling. Episode 128, how I use social media. Society's on the back of creators and entrepreneurs. They're the ones that are gonna save the world, change the world, and leave it better than they found it. They're willing to risk it all to impact and carve out their piece. Like who wouldn't love that? But they're being lied to. They're made to believe they need to buy this software, invest in this list, create this site. And they are out before it even started because they're worried about the wrong thing. That's the point of this podcast, to prove that that's not the case because you don't need to because we didn't and we made it. All right, so this is a this is one of my favorite ones because uh, 2019, we made a big shift in our company. I don't know how much uh, you guys remember or heard or listened to other episodes where I talked about in 2019, we lost our butts in an event, right? Like uh, we lost uh, easy $60,000, $70,000 in a weekend in one event. And those are the kind of things, especially early on, where if those happen, those can make or break a company. And uh, after it, I, the day after I gave everyone off, like, go enjoy yourself. We pulled it off. We got it done. We celebrate, even though it didn't go the way we wanted to. Celebrate because we did it. We didn't run from a fight. We stayed in it, and we did it, and we delivered, uh, which is the most important part, right? It's You got to deliver. I, that's, uh, I always say, everybody says that's the most important part. I'm like, the second most important part, you could debate it, tied for the first part. But delivering is a huge piece of the equation and definitely ranks really high. But... Uh, what we did was the day after I gave everyone off, I went to the office by myself and I was in the office and I took all the money that was in the advertising fund and, um, advertising, marketing, etc. Et and I took that and I put it into personal growth and development for the team and myself. And, um, I said, we need to grow. Like we need to get better. We can't keep depending on other people. Because we were depending on other companies. We were depending on other companies to build our events. We were depending on other companies to fill our events. We were depending on other companies to showcase our events, right? To promote our events. And I was like, I can be mad at them all day. But at the end of the day, I, w- I, could, I couldn't or wouldn't or wasn't doing it. So that was unacceptable. We had to take control of it. Because then if you, ha- if you own the control, then you own a change of it. Right, you own the output of it. That's why it's like Jocko Willink, complete ownership. I love that because if you take complete control of that situation, then whatever it is, you're gonna make the best of that situation for you in the time in which you need or desire, and move forward that way. Because then it gives you the the best out. Right? If we don't, then we're giving other people control of the out, and then what we're we gonna do? Just complain about the other person? There's a bunch of people that do that, but you know what? They don't get better results, and they get bitter. They don't get better. They get bitter. So we don't want to do that. So at that time, I switched to using a couple strategies, uh, the Dream 100, the Pure 100, right? and um, what we call the uh, Conveyor Belt 100, right? So it's uh, it's creating, your Dream 100 is uh, Chet Holmes. Uh, I, mean, I saw it in Chet Holmes, The Ultimate Sales Machine. It's a chapter in there, but it should be its own book. Um, and Chet Holmes was 
it was brilliant. Taking Rape for a Son, brilliant. His his daughter, uh, Amanda Holmes, uh, brilliant as well, expanding his work and doing amazing things. Um, and what it was was pretty much having a target, right? Knowing the people you can serve and having a list of them, right? And don't overwhelm, uh, don't overwhelm yourself. Chaz Wilson said this once in a, in a talk I saw him give at an event we were speaking at in the great city of Delaware where, where I reside. But uh, big shout out to Bobby Jones, uh, Master Networks for putting on the event. <clears throat> but he said people get overwhelmed trying to think of a hundred, so first think of one. One person that I know I'm meant to serve. Then we have one. I think of four more. Now you have five, right? And start going from there. And it makes it um, bite-sized, right? How do we eat the whale? One bite at a time, right? It's the same way we eat the pizza, one bite at a time. So make it in bite sizes to make it easier to handle, digest, and create less overwhelm. Well, the problem was at first it was like that. That was easy. We were creating names. We created, I think, over 100 names. Pretty simple. Uh, given we were in the space a while too so if we were in the space uh going on a decade so there was names we could find now the problem was that so if you don't have 100 and it's not simple for you it's okay it's a time thing all right so we're going to try to condense time that's what we had to do we had to condense time because if it took us a decade to find just over 100 uh we'd be out of business before the next decade to find another 100 all right so we would have to move faster and that's where the conveyor belt came in and the conveyor belt was figuring out where our people are and going to them. Rather than waiting for them to find our website, see an ad, right, hear a story from someone, rather than the normal ways of someone coming to you, you go to them. If you go to them, you cut that journey down dramatically and increase the speed in which someone builds connection, trust, like, belief, all those things with you. So it's, that's, that was one of the things we were really working on. That was, that was our big move. And at first, let me tell you, 35 days, there was not a single sale. And I thought we were going to go under because of it. And I was like, man, I got to adjust, right? I got to pivot. And I was freaking out. If, uh, if you go back far enough in a Facebook Live, I was literally in a parking lot of a grocery store, which had a liquor store next door because I thought about going in it. And um, I was talking about how it wasn't working and I might be wrong. And it's at what point do you say I'm wrong and adjust and pivot quickly or hang on? And uh, for, for grace, for luck, whatever it was, uh, two days later, the first sale came through from it. Um, and everybody was like, oh, you got to bail. Like the team was like, this isn't working. We got to do something different, right? Like it's getting dicey. Um, and then boom, we got one and we got a couple and we got a couple dozen. All right, and then we were over 100 sales, and it was like, all right, cool, right? Like, we got it now. So, and after you find them, you bring them towards you. Pretty much, we use social media, uh, Facebook, Instagram, TikTok, all right, LinkedIn, to a degree, one way or another. Uh, we have people that watch these different platforms, Instagram, right? And um, what we do is we go to where they are, in what groups, communities, hashtags, pages, profiles, etc. Right, what chats and what comment sections that we can build a relationship with people and see that we can actually serve them, see that they might be our ideal client or they're close to it. Right, so understanding who you serve. If you understand who you serve, you can you can figure out where they are, what they're looking for, what they need, what they want. You can talk in such a way where they understand, and also you can recognize language in such a way that you understand. And you bring them over to your Facebook page. Now, what happens here is people get uncomfortable waiting 
All right, they do. They get uncomfortable. They want it now. Right? You know how many people are telling, talking to me about their business when they're literally giving nothing for people to buy. And I'm like, well, you know, you're not going to make sales giving nothing for people to buy. But here's the problem. We get so antsy about sales that we're so quick to ask for the buy. And what we try to do or what we do through our social media is that we create the ask where they ask us. Right? Where they ask us to buy from us. We reverse engineer. We don't cold DM, DM them. We get them to DM us. Right? Because there's nothing there's nothing slimy or weird or shady or pushback against someone asking us to buy from us. There is a pushback from you asking someone to buy from you typically. So if we can create it where the atmosphere is created where they're doing the things that's the part, if the business does the slimy, well then there's no slime involved and it makes it no friction. And for a purchase, no friction or the longest possible route with no friction is typically the best route. And I'll say that again, the, the route with the least amount of friction is typically the best route in the sales process because you took objections and handled them as obstacles and you just overcame them before they became an objection. Objections create friction. The least objections we can create, the less friction we're going to have and the smoother the sale process will go, which makes it more likely for someone to buy. Because every time someone hesitates, our brain is naturally designed to think, hesitate, fear, something's wrong. What is this, right? Then we start saying when people are like, oh, I knew it in my gut, right? And I'm like, did you or did you just let yourself talk and it happen to work out? that way because don't get me wrong i believe in gut and intuition and, and instincts i believe in that but that doesn't mean they're always right we have to remember how our how we're programmed and we've been programmed for thousands of years we're still programmed into fight fl flight or freeze and that has to do with wild animals attacking us which rarely happens now right we really we really need to fight off a bear or a saber tooth tiger these days right but we still get into those fight flight or freeze moments because our programming was survive. How can we live through this wildness, right? Well, now we have less wildness, but we still try to survive it. So we wanna create less of those moments. Now, so what happens is when someone says, hey, try to buy this from me, typically you're gonna get very few responses. My posts where I'm like, hey, one spot left for this event. They typically don't get a lot of responses. You'll typically get one or two from it that will buy though. And that's cool. But we get to fill that event, there's 20 people in it. To fill that event before that, I was talking about the place, how beautiful it is, how luxurious it is, how relaxing it is, right? I was talking about the people coming. There's, I can't believe we're gonna be in a room with uh, over half a dozen multi-millionaires, right? With over 10 entrepreneurs in a room of 20, over 50% is gonna be entrepreneurs doing the thing we're doing. Uh, we're, we have people in the leadership space that have been in, le in leadership for decades. We have people that are just starting off. We have, we have people that are hosting events. We, and all, they're like, oh, I wanna be in a room with these people, right? So <clears throat> different ways we post to bring people towards us, right? We post about venue. Typically, you're not going to sell a, a thing because of where it is, but it will help. We sell by showing pictures of people that already have bought, testimonies, right, graphics. Uh, the graphic that will say, I'll be there with their picture and name on it. 
right? That builds social proof. Oh, they're going. So people are actually going. Ever walk by a restaurant and no one be in it? And you're like, ah, it's probably not that good. Right? I'm the opposite. Those are the ones I probably try to go into. But most people will see something and be like, it's empty. It must not be that good. Let's not go there. Right? So we're going to show you people are coming. We're going to talk about, oh, man, at this, I'm so excited to hear this person speak about this because they make it so simple. And last time I heard them speak, this increased my sales ratio right, by 50%. Now they're like, oh, I want to increase my sales ratio by 50%. I want to hear this person. Right now we're creating on the want, we're creating on the desire. We're taking away the objections. Is anyone going? Yeah, I'm showing you pictures. What, is there gonna be anything of value? Yeah, I just told you that was something that you really wanted. Is it gonna be a place that's like, I'm not going to a shanty with bunk beds in every room. It's funny, I, uh, we, we have a men's retreat. It's like one of my favorite events we do. We have a men's retreat. And it's men's retreat, we rent like uh, a mansion, a really big ass house. Uh, people argue the term. I, I'm a, I have bigger things to argue. Um, but we rent out this like this mansion outside of Orlando, typically. Or uh, we move it around sometimes. I'm planning on moving around a little more in the future. And the rooms there's uh, typically a king bed in each room, its own bathroom. Right? And we don't we don't charge a crazy amount. It matters when you join in, a uh, thousand or a couple thousand, right? But uh, a couple guys came to one of ours after they were at someone else's uh, previously. And they said that, they were like, Mike, I couldn't believe yours was half their price. And he's like, I was real nervous coming because I paid five to be in bunk beds. So when I came here and I paid less, I was like, man, what are we gonna be in tents? And then they saw where they were staying and they saw their room and they saw how it was laid out. They were like, mind blown. They were like, how do you do this like this? I'm like, oh, well, I mean, that's the whole point of this is to deliver on this. So then you're going to come back to the other ones. And you're going to tell your friends to come back. And we never try to make a killing on the front end. The back end is where we make our money and also where we uh, get deliver a bigger impact. A three-day event immersed is huge impact. A year immersed is bigger impact. Right, but we use our posts to, one, identify our people. So we'll talk about subjects that we know our people talk about and care about. We then uh, talk about different events we're having, different people coming to the events, different things that'll be discussed at the events, different places the events will be at, and different things that will be received, right? And <clears throat> when you do that, now they're like, hey, how do I get to go to this event? I, I, we receive inboxes daily. How do I get to go to this? What does that look like? How, uh, what's the chance of this? When's the next one of these? Right? And that's how we fill our events without ever Spending any money to do so, nor cold DMing, no cold calling, right? We just deliver, we, we show proof, we build attention from our target audience, right? Our Dream 100. We identify our Dream 100 by questions and by going to where they are, bringing them over to our Facebook, and then asking things and saying things that we know will intrigue them, their curiosity, to get the result they want, to come closer to us, to send that DM, and when they do that, they open up the communication, they give us permission to sell them something because they're asking for it. And it's reverse engineering the sales process. Rather than being the one that has to reach out with the cold call or the sale, they're reaching out to you to sell them, and we all know that is easier. And that's how we use social media, that's how I use social media, free to build our business now better 
than when we were paying for it. So, and I know I'm not special, so if I do that, I know you can do it if you're into it and want to. Hope this finds you well. I'm excited to be back. You know the deal. Long live the Unleashed Peace, Love, and Happiness. Episode 128 in the books. Unleash Your Hustle, brought to you by Unleashing Now and hosted by yours truly, Michael Faber. Thank you so much for listening to the Unleash Your Hustle podcast with Michael Faber, brought to you by Unleash You Now, where we want to show the world your greatness.